It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Culture Climate on the Sister Speak Show. Sister Speak, where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. Sister, spiritual inspiration shared through art. Sister, Spiritual inspiration shared through Ayana. I am Ayana, the hostess, creator, and producer of the Sister Speak Show. It is my pleasure meeting you. Welcome to all the first-time listeners of the Sister Speak Show. Sister Speak airs live and on demand every Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, most times <laughs> at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Speaker Podcast app. Sundays, we have the platform. Tuesdays, coming to the stage. Thursdays, the culture climate with my featured guest co-hostess, Stacey Morgan. What can you expect from these three segments of the show? Special guest interviews, live performances, in-studio interviews, and live on-location reports. Now listen, I have to just stop right there and tell you that the Sister Speak Show has expanded. We now have three hours of airtime. What does that mean? That means that, guess what? We do not have to cut the show to 45 minutes because originally it was a 45-minute podcast. But now... We have three hours. That means that we can go deeper into the conversations. We can hear more performances. You know, we just don't have to just stop. We can add more content. The places that I would like, and I hope that the most this is where the Most High is going to take me, the places that I would like to go, I won't reveal them now, but we're going to grow. And I want to thank all of my special guests that have been on the show who are and who are going to be on the show. You have been, I am just so grateful for every single one of you. You have made, helped to make this show be what it is. And I am forever grateful for you. You all are dynamic. And speaking of dynamic, the special guests who will be on the Sister Speak show are dynamic and impacting the community with their passions. The Sister Speak Show is a talk show that will keep your mind and soul, listen to this, informed, energized, and encouraged. 
a cultural renaissance platform that influences a climate that is conducive to who you are and who you should be. No reckless entertainment, just responsible listening, nourishment. Now I shared with you that the show has expanded to three hours airtime each time I record, but guess what else? Before I was an on-air talent on the Spreaker podcast, I have also upgraded and I am now a broadcaster on the Spreaker podcast. Now, before I get into the culture comment, because, oh, we have some things to talk about. <laughs> we definitely have something to talk about. I got a show for you. My guests that were coming on the show was Coco Maid. They were supposed to come on the show. And they are a bath and luxury, bar, so you know, bath and beauty owners. So I don't want to mess up what they do. But what they do is they have, they own their own bath and beauty luxury line of soaps and their soaps are beautiful now they do plan on coming on the show we just there are some things that have gone on so please keep them in your prayers but please visit them at coco made on instagram and support these sisters a mother and daughter very beautiful oh my gosh they have some beautiful skin beautiful faces and just beautiful spirits so please support them they're out of oakland california and, you know, we always want to make the known known. And these sisters are doing it. So support Coco Maid. Keep them, in your, keep them in your prayers. And remember that they will be on the show. And, of course, I'll let you know when they are coming on. Okay? So, when I was a young girl, the first time that I got in front of people was I was two years old. And I did my first welcome at a church. And I was not afraid, had no fear. And from then, my parents began to take notice of the fact that I like to talk. <laughs> and we always had to watch the news in my home. Anybody who, you know, was a childhood associate or friend of mine, you knew that you couldn't call the household in between five and six because we just had to watch the news, local and national news. And when I was growing up, Peter Jennings, Max Robinson, and those, I think Charles Donaldson, those type of, those were the broadcasters, the anchormen that were on Channel 7 at the time. And I remember seeing Max Robinson, and at two years old, I said, I'm going to marry a man that wears a suit and tie. But that's also because I would see my father in a suit and tie, and also I would see him in camouflage, which is why I love camouflage so much. Because my father was also in the military. <clears throat> so, excuse me. I was sitting down one time. This is when we were in Georgia. And I was sitting. And we were at my mother's friend's house. And she had this folding table. And I took a pen, some paper. Scribbled on the papers. I had about maybe four sheets of paper. I just made some scriggly lines. Just scriggly lines. And let me tell you. I got... I sat in that chair and I got behind that table and I said the news, honey. Whatever I thought the news was at five, I delivered it. And I, and my mother, you know, of course they were laughing and everything, but they also noticed that, you know, there's something in this little girl. She has picked up on something. And from then I just started, you know, entering speech contests and 
being in plays. I trained under Ed Bullins and Vern Henderson and the BMT Theater. So I was able to really get some good training and I was learning how to project my voice. I used to have this little quirk with my nose where I would kind of like wrinkle my nose up. And I remember my acting coach saying, stop doing that. And that was one of the hardest things to break. And so I was just gathering throughout my experience training to do what I'm doing now. And, you know, I, like I said, I was doing debate camp and I entered some speech contests and I, you know, took home second place, things of that nature, writing poems, being in plays. And I went to school and I just decided, you know, let me pursue communications. At first I wanted to do mass communications, but I found out that if I were to go through that avenue, I would have to dumb down who I was. I would have to put away Judah. I would have to denounce who I am and go under, so to speak, so to speak and hear me, a falsehood and I would have to have strings hanging above my head controlling me and I can't have that. I got to be able to speak, move and groove how I do. And I'm in some cases better at being a leader. And there's nothing wrong with, and I'm definitely good at being a follower because I follow behind, you know, my husband and there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm working on being able to do that more so. <laughs> it is your lifetime that in your journey that prepares you for these things. So I did voiceovers. I was able to do, you know, be a, help to be a hostess with a radio show called Crown and Glory through 1190 The Light in Richmond, California. And I was able to do the radio commercials to gain the, the experience. I was spoke many times before my former, the former congregation that I used to attend, did welcomes, spoken word, you know, things of that nature, and got some more training. And so here I am today. It's a journey. And that's not bragging. I'm just letting you know how I got to where I am right now. And if it had not been for the Most High God gearing me and putting me in these situations, I might not be speaking to you all today, but I am. And so that's why I'm very grateful to say, you know, now I'm a broadcaster. That's a, that's amazing to me to be able to be a broadcaster. So thank you all listening audience. Enough about me. Okay. Let's get down to the meat of today's subject matter. I know you are like, okay, well, what are we going to talk about, girlfriend? <laughs> I got some stuff to talk about. Do you all happen to know of a term that is used loosely and tightly? It's called baby daddy, baby mama. Have you ever heard the term deadbeat dad? You probably hear that more so than hearing the term deadbeat mom. You watch the news, you watch Maury, you watch paternity court, you know, you watch your own family members go through, quote unquote, the drama. 
and TV would have you to believe, excuse me, I'm going to close my curtain. TV would have you to believe that only brothers are deadbeat dads. Only brothers abandon their children. Only brothers don't meet the mark when it comes to standing up and holding it down. Right? Oh, you know somebody who has that type of issue. People call it drama. I call it an issue. A serious issue that needs immediate attention and it needs to be fixed. The brokenness of family has created baby mama, baby daddy. And for some of you who are on the more gray poupon side of life and not the French's side, you prefer my child's father, my child's mother, right? You know it. So when it comes to children and when it comes to brothers and sisters, first, let me applaud all of you all who are fulfilling your role properly. Now, I'm not going to necessarily give you a round of applause for doing what you're supposed to do. You know, I don't have to do that. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, that's because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be there. You're supposed to, unless you have a situation where you have placed your child for adoption then that's a different matter. But we're talking about the ones who did decide to take their children home because they felt like they could and raise them. But in this day and age, in this particular day and age, we have complete chaos, am I right? We have complete chaos. So what are you getting at? You said that you were going to talk about the Hughes and that's hearing unique, exceptional stories. Look, I am. I'm talking about it. But we got to break some things down because this is really, really something that I found out that's going to really have you change your perspective, hopefully, and maybe break the cycle of dysfunction, being dysfunctional, always having the pop-off, always having to... Call the police because you can't exchange your children properly. You know? So yes, to the parents who are co-parenting properly, communicating properly, doing right by the child support properly, okay? Knowing how to talk away from your children and not handle any type of adult business in front of your children, those of you who are definitely feeding your children and bathing your children and involved in their lives and encouraging them and, you know, chastising them when they need to be chastised. Good job. But that's what you're supposed to be doing. Okay? Now, some people get in their feelings about Mother's Day and Father's Day and things of that nature. 
But I'm going to tell you just to be honest with you. You need to be on your game every day. I, I shouldn't have to just acknowledge you like that. I shouldn't have to celebrate what you're supposed to do. Now, some of you are in your feelings because you like to get gifts. You know, that's why most of y'all celebrate these holidays. It's for no other reasons because you receive something, whether it's candy, flowers, balloons, a card, you know, whatever it is. Some of you can't let go of that. Can't. You can't. And some of you are trapped in those holidays and those holidays work on your nerves. And some of those holidays leave you broke. And some of those holidays leave you grieving more, you know, and you got to try to figure out, well, who designed these holidays? Who made these days to where I have to be put out or put up with or put on the back burner? Mm, mm, mm. The craftiness of the dark one. I'm telling you, the moment you stop getting caught up in these days, you're going to be all right. That's another show. And Yana, you stepping on people's feet. I ain't really trying to step on your feet, but if your feet are in the way, <laughs> you might hear your toes crunch. But you know, my toes crunch. When I speak to you about some things, definitely I'm speaking to myself. So. You heard, a, you heard me acknowledge that there are people who are handling their business when it comes to co-parenting. And you also heard me talk about, you know, that TV would have you to believe that deadbeat fathers are only brothers. And that a deadbeat is only a brother. Or a deadbeat is only a man. See, I told you before, I don't deal with... I'm a woman, so I'm only sticking to what women go through. No, I'm a human. I relate to males and I relate to females, okay? Fee, male, whoa, man. So I can't leave my brothers out and I can't leave my sisters out, but I'm going to speak it the way I believe I see it and the way I truly believe it is. Now, sisters, when it comes to yo. Yo, it was about to get real. When it comes to your children, how do you act? Are you a single mother? Are you? Because, you know, I don't, I don't, I, even though I may talk about relationships, I really don't do boyfriend-girlfriends. Because that's how you end up getting your feelings hurt. Because you're dealing with a boy and you're dealing with a girl and they're supposed to be your friend. But you get your feelings hurt. So maybe we shouldn't have boyfriends and girlfriends. Maybe we should just really gear up towards having a husband and having a wife. I just want us to get back to being a family. How do you treat your children in front of their father? And I'm speaking to the single mothers. I'm speaking to the ones who feel like they have baby daddy drama. Or children's father drama. How do you treat your children in front of that man and how do you treat that man in front of your children how do you act do you disrespect him do you try to fight him in front of your kids your children only goats have kids do you try to fight them in front of your children him in front of your children and i say them because you may have more than one it's possible definitely possible so how do you act do you say things like your father ain't ish your daddy don't want to take care of you anyway. What type of woman are you when it comes to your children? He don't ever take care of his children. He don't ever do this. Now, I'm not saying that it's not true. But you, my eyes are on you being the custodial parent. What do you do with your children? Let's just say you have one child by one man and you have a 
another child by another man. And let's just say one of the men is not dealing with you. So do you neglect a child whose father is no longer dealing with you because you consider yourself to be a package deal? <laughs> you a package deal, sister? How? How? If he don't want to deal with you, but he still wants to deal with his children, move yo out the way. Move out the way, sister. Notice I don't have no music playing right now because this is real, real, real talk. Move out of the way. He doesn't want to be with you. Suck it up. Oh, yeah. Big old horse pill to swallow, but it's going to help you out, my sister. It's going to help you be able to put things in a perspective that will loose you from the chains of what you have seen before and what you think it's supposed to be, sister. If he doesn't want to deal with you, you're going to have to move on. And if he had, if he's dealing with somebody else, you're going to have to respect that just like she's going to have to respect the fact that he has a child with you. But I want to ask you, do you neglect your children because the father no longer wants to deal with you? And and for the ones who have two different fathers, do you take better care of one child than the other? True story out of Richmond, California. True story. In the paper. A woman was dealing with two different men, had two children, a boy and a girl. The boy's father did not want to deal with her anymore. The girl's father was still in around. The girl's room was all done up, pink, canopy bed, had all kind of nice toys and everything, princess room. But when you went into the boy's room, he didn't have Anything but a little dirty, urinate, excuse me, mattress filled with urine, feces. And she had stopped feeding him. That boy was eating out the garbage can, y'all. He was eating out the garbage can because she had turned her back on her child. Because the daddy didn't want to have to deal with her. Sisters. You are out of line and you need some help. You need some mental help. You need to talk to someone. That is, oh, that's tragic. That's why I keep saying close your legs. Close your legs. You got to close them. You need to close them. You need to put super glue in between your thighs. Okay? It is not okay to be seeking out pleasure and then having a child carrying that child for nine months and then just saying hey i'm not gonna feed you i'm not gonna take care of you i'm not gonna do none of that because your daddy don't want to deal with me that's not okay my sister that is not okay now moving forward are you prepared to change your entire way you've thought about a deadbeat? Because I'm here to tell you, you can be a deadbeat mother and a deadbeat father. And this whole child support thing has gotten out of control. I'm going to be the first 
to say it on this show. It has gotten out of control. A long time ago, I said, why doesn't the government, since y'all sisters want to depend on the government, why doesn't the government give you all a prepaid card that has the dollar amounts that's supposed to be on the card to where you can be held accountable for your spending? And I also said that a sister should open up a bank account in their, you know, with their child's name being the nickname of the account and you deposit your money into that account so where you will be able to extract from that account as the child needs. But no, you got to pay your light bill. Oh, no, you got to get your nails done. You got to get your hair done. Oh, he a sucker, ain't he? Because he gave you some money for your child and you ain't spending. And you're not going to spend it on your child. You're going to spend it on your cousins. You're going to spend it on yourself. You're going to take you some trips somewhere. You think this man is a sucker. You know, it's a shame that if you do receive child support, okay, let's just hence the word child support. If you do receive child support, why are you using it for yourself? Oh, you don't understand when he lived with me and I got... No, 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 sister. You're supposed to be self-sufficient. You're supposed to get up, get out, and get something. You're supposed to make it to where you can absolutely use that child support for your child or children. But not you, huh? He, you you going to spend that on yourself because it's due to you. I'm just telling you that that stank attitude is what leads to being miserable and bitter. My sisters, you got to come out this syndrome. Number one, you got to want to get off the child support. Oh, no, he need to take care of his kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. For sure. But some of y'all haven't seen that check in months. It's just accruing for the brother. You know, some of y'all will never see it. And so that's when some of you say, well, it's time for him to go to jail. It's time to suspend his license. It's time to put a lien on his account. You'll never get anything that way either. So what you're saying, Ayanna, are you just saying that the children ain't supposed to be taken care of? No, but have you ever heard of the Most High God? Have you ever heard of the Lord? Have you ever heard of the Lord being able to supply all of your needs? Have you ever heard of prayer changes things? Have you ever tried something that would lead to positive side effects instead of negative side effects? There's a reason why the male has been taken out of the home. Remember good times with James Evans? Remember when he was taken out the home? That was the introduction. You know, if you watch good times, I'm telling you, if you catch some of the things that they say, you will begin to see how some of those things have infiltrated into the community. It's amazing how people can put things right in front of your face and you don't even recognize it. It's amazing. Amazing. So back to this child support. My sister, my brother, we got to do better. If you receive child support, please use it properly. The Most High God is watching you. He's watching you. Now, oh, I'm leading into something. When it comes to baby daddies and baby mamas and the father of and the mother of, 
sisters. I'm just saying. You need to know who you've been sleeping with. Stop letting so many men ejaculate inside of you to where you don't know who your children's father is. When was that ever okay? When? When? And for you sisters who try to do that paternity fraud stuff, you know, you know who the daddy is, but you ain't going to say you're going to target another brother because this brother is actually going to do something and might even stick around. For you sisters who don't, who, who like to play games with men like that, shame on you. Have you ever considered that your child is going to grow up looking like you and their father? Mm, mm, mm. Can't stop it. You can't stop it. Now, why would you want to play a game like that? Why would you want to pretend that a man is your child's father when you know he's not? That's a snake mentality. That's a ditch digging mentality. And sister, you've got to stop. You've got to stop that. You know, it is. Have you ever thought about the damage that you do when you lie about who a child's biological father is? Have you ever thought about the damage that is done? How do you fill out the health reports? How do you deal with them growing up and saying, hey, I don't look like dad. How do you deal with that? How do you wreck a man's life, have him be completely attached to a child, only to then say, well, you ain't they daddy anyway. You nasty for that, sister, and you're going to have to stop. I rebuke you. We've got to grow from where we are when it comes to men. And when you know that a man is not your child's father, but you tell him that he is, you're going to be brought to public shame, sister. You're going to be brought to public shame. Oh, well, what about a DNA test? And what about this? Do your research on DNA tests. I want you to Google LabCorp false positives. I want you to read up on what a false positive is, what a probability is. I want you to read up on the scam that the government has tied into some of these DNA groups where they pay them to make men be fathers when they really not. Oh, it's deep. So you got to be able to just be truthful. You can look at a child and tell. Just give it some time. Oh, yeah, when they a baby, maybe you can't tell, but let them grow up. Sister, why would you break up a home like that? Why would you create uh, ex, ex excuse me, other family members, you know, thinking that they are grandma, grandpa, thinking that they're auntie and uncle, thinking that this is their niece, their nephew, their grandchild, and it's not. And what about the family that misses out on the children because you have a big old scheme and scam going? Mm, mm, mm. And don't even care. Some of you sisters don't care. Some of you shrug your shoulders and don't care. I really hope. I really hope that you repent because that's breaking up the homes. And you know what the biggest trap is by Satan? Because stealing birthrights is no joke. But you know what the biggest trap in that paternity fraud? 
is that the brother gets so attached that he says what seems to be such a heroic statement. Oh, I love him anyway. I'm, that's my child no matter what. Uh-huh. No, it's not. Not trying to be rude to you, but let's just talk. I'm Facts. No, it's not. No, like one. Grew to love him like one. But brother, that's not yours. Don't belong to you. You can have your own. You know, people need to be in their proper places. And sister, you're banking on that man to fall in love with that baby. It's a trap. And you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Why are you saying so many traps? Sister, are you the oppressor too? Are you in cahoots with the oppressor, my sister? Now, some of you say, oh, she's talking too hard. She's getting on us. Uh-uh. She just, I'm, I'm speaking how it needs to be spoken. Now, brothers, are you tired of bouncing around from woman to woman being a whoremonger? Creating children left and right because you, that's my seed though. What is wrong with you? You know, that is just, you know, you're just going around spreading juice, spreading disease, spreading your your, um, excuse me, your sperm, just to whoever take it, right? You just got to give it away. It's like it's on clearance or something. I mean, seriously, are you having a sale on your sperm? Is that why you, what's going on? I ain't being gross, I'm being real, what's up? You know, I'm at a point to where, when y'all gonna get sick of it? Like you ain't had enough of it to be sick of it. Some of you saying, oh no, I'm just getting started. Oh, you don't want to hear the most high say, finish him. Finish her. You know, you're going from city to city, leaving children that are yours. That are yours. You need to stand up. And the thing that's going to make it happen is prayer. You're going to have to get your life right. So you and that sister can get on one accord and not only that, learn how to function as humans, but those children are depending on you. And there is nothing worse than a child having to be damaged because two adults can, cannot get it right. Generations and generations of childhood trauma based on what mama and daddy couldn't do to get it right. How we have seen mama and daddy try to navigate and manage and miss the mark. Now, what are you saying, Ayana? Y'all remember this song? Because this leads into something, because it's something I found. Y'all remember this song? Here it is, right here. Hopefully there's no ad. Oh, it's a trifling one too. But listen. What?
Okay, I, you know what? I you know, I tried to listen to the whole song, but my 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 ears, I can't take it. But you get the drift. The phenomenon has reached songs, TV, homes, and it's deplorable. And that song right there, I was just like, oh my god, that is my baby daddy. I just, I cannot, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot do that song. But you hear the message. And that's, and that's their experience. You know, that's what they have seen. So I decided to pull up a clip of a sister and a brother. There's no cursing. They're not even physically fighting. And I had to go through a few videos because some of these videos, woo, it is rough. Them drop-offs is rough. <laughs> I mean, you just can't meet at Wendy's and just, hey, here go little Shantae. Here go little Decarious. No, it is a full-blown-out war just dropping off the children. And y'all don't even think. You know, you don't even think about the children. You don't even care. You say it's about the kid and the child, but if it really was, why are you funking and fighting and fussing in front of your children like you out of line? You don't understand. Like, why y'all traumatizing y'all children like that? What's wrong with y'all? That stuff ain't cute, man. You need to stop dropping your children off, creating a scene. Like, aren't y'all tired of yourselves yet? I'm serious about it. It's just not that serious. See, y'all just be coming together just to fornicate. You don't even know nothing about each other. And then the next thing you know, you got to deal with each other for a lifetime because you were lusting after each other. Because you were, quote unquote, horny. Because you had to get you some. Because, girl, you know I have to. Girl, I have to have me some. You know, you just like are. Uh, uh, I'm surprised I don't see you at Arby's because they have the meats. I mean, you seriously, seriously got to have you something. And it is so bad because you're willing to take it any way you can get it. You know, a late night at the club, meet somebody at the mall. You know, I know the spots because I told you on my other show, I could be very transparent. I was promiscuous. I'm not anymore. I've been redeemed. I have repented. I live a life that is totally opposite of that. And I walk in that. So I know the scene. I know how to hook up. I know where to go to do what I used to. But I know the spots. Ain't nothing changed. Why y'all keep having these fights in front of your children to where they are traumatized, to where they're going to school and acting out. Now they're withdrawn. Now they can't do their work. They can't concentrate because all they can think about is that ruckus that y'all carry on because y'all both are angry mad because it's not going the way it's supposed to go because you yourself your soul knows that you're supposed to be a wife you're supposed to be a husband that it's supposed to be a unit why because that's the way the most high god designed it that's how he created it and instead you have to deal with dysfunction you have to deal with the disconnect you have to deal with things being scattered why lust oh he cute Oh, she cute. Oh, he thick. 
Oh, she thick. Oh, look at his car. Oh, look at that body. You know what it is. You know the things that make you be attracted to what you're attracted to. But I challenge you to change your palate. Acquire a different taste that is filled with dignity. That is filled with being reserved. That's filled with pa- that that is filled with patience. A palate that is willing to taste, as my sister Dominique, a poet from the D, said, being kind. You know, think about these things. Your character is all the way flawed. It's not cute. And some of you just want a baby daddy. And some of you just want a baby mama. So you can always have somebody guaranteed to lay with. That's how insecure you are. That's how how whack. Your game is, let me seal this deal right here just in case though nobody ever want to fool with me. Well, what you saying about yourself, brother? What you saying about yourself, sister? Oh, girl, I'm going to always be number one. I'm going to always be number one. Baby mamas come first. Uh, girlfriend, I don't know where you getting your advice from, but you need to seriously consider closing your ears off to such foolishness. That's not cute. You want to be a wife. You want to be a husband. You want to be more than just what TV tells you you're supposed to be. You letting your oppressors guide you in a way that is not conducive to how you're supposed to be. You just got to have somebody. So you just willing to lay with anybody. Some of you so ashamed to bring your baby daddy out in the daytime because <laughs> I'm just being real. Some of you are ashamed to bring your baby mama out in the daytime because you met him at two in the morning. The bewitching hours. Say that, Ayana. Say it. The bewitching hours, the club hours, the Long Island iced tea hours, the Molly hours, the you know, all of that. Those things help you make some bad decisions. Now you got to sit there and be like, you know, they show up at your job. What you doing here? You know, you scared because you want people to see your private, your private mistake. Mm-mm. And I'm not saying the child is a mistake, but hear what I'm saying. You know, the, the, the lust. It's a mistake. That having to have it is a mistake. Oh, I'm going there. I'm going there. It is not that serious, okay? There's more to life than fornicating. There is more to life than just laying down with somebody. So much more. And a married couple will tell you that in a minute. It's more than that. Yeah, you have somebody to lay next to and, you know, you all can... Come together, you know, when you want to come together. But there's more to life, you know, mastering communication, mastering being a wife, mastering being a husband, understanding that you're one. So as you come together, there may be a little bit of friction as the most high God is letting you know he is of you. You are of him. Oh, this is deep today. So let me just go ahead and tell you, I have this video. I'm going to play it. It's seven minutes and 40 seconds, but it is worth every ounce of it. Maybe you might see yourself in it. You might see somebody you know in it as far as being able to relate to the content. But I want you to listen to the manipulation. I want you to listen to the bribe. I want you to listen to the threats. I want you to listen to the false accusations. I want you to listen to the crying the wolf crying for help. I want you to listen to the children. 
crying. And I had to cipher through some videos because, you know, shoot, the F-bombs and the B-bombs, they just drop every two seconds. And, you know, I didn't mark this show explicit, so we're going to go ahead and keep it clean. Listen to this, and it's titled, well, <laughs> just listen.
Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Ooh, that video right there. Oh my goodness. Now, the towards the end of the video, they're walking into the police station. Now she has walked into the police station ahead of him, but she is the one who walked up on him. She walked up on him. Remember we talked about that the other I just got to talking about this the, on Tuesday. Walking up on a man, hollering, he hit me, he hit me, help. And that's not what took place. The mother came over to him and was attempting to hit him and did hit him. And then she told her sons, if you remember in the beginning, she told her son, you could just scratch the car. Go ahead. You could do whatever. Did you hear that? That is women. I don't know what has gotten into us. Not us. It ain't in me. What has gotten into some of y'all? Why y'all play these games with your children? Why do you do this? Why? You know why? You're bitter. You're bitter and you're miserable. You know, are you the type that, oh, well, you can't see your son. If, if I can't have it my way, then you can't see your son. You know, there's something really, really, really wrong with you when you do that type of stuff. What, 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 you're, who? Oh, that's witchcraft, you know. So when this video, he's trying to leave. She will not. She has the two boys, three-year-olds. I think they're twins standing behind the car. They just, she, she, won't, she will not move. And she is mad because he got their hair cut. Women, that is the man's child also. I don't care what the government says, okay? That's his child. If the boy's head is looking like Toby, if it's looking like they ain't had no haircut, or I should even say that, if the boys look like they need some help, then why can't they be helped? Why can't they be helped? What is this game that you play with the children? You know, they're deadbeat mothers too. Just because you have had the child and just because you are part-time raising the child and just, and just because they consider you to be the custodial parent, that does not give you power to use the child as a pawn. Oh. That was bad. And you heard the infamous cry at the end. You know, the little boys crying because those spirits are real. The drop off. Baby mama drama. Do you make it be to where it is hard for the kids just to get in one, the children, excuse me, to get in one car and out the other? You know, when you think about Debbie moms or Debbie dads, you know, they like to try to have the stereotypical, the brother, he's a deadbeat, you know, black men are deadbeats, black men are deadbeats. That's not the case. There are some men that are just deadbeats and some men that aren't. That's how I look at it. Because when I say some men, now I'm taking the focus off of the color, the hue. And by the way, you know, just check your skin out. You know, your skin is brown. By the way, I am an artist. I do. I know my colors. Black is black. Brown is brown. You've got brown skin. Just, you know, let that sit inside of you for a minute. <clears throat> and their skin isn't white. Just let that sit in for a minute, too. So anyway, humans are deadbeats. Mothers can be deadbeats. Fathers can be deadbeats. Period. Point blank. But, oh, when I tell you, I just kind of just like segue it up. Yeah, you know the typical stuff, but there's something going on abroad that is so deep that it puts a really big perspective 
on why I have been saying from the beginning that I deal strictly with just dealing with humans, male and female, because then you can get down to the root of the matter and, and really start to extract some truths. Now you say, oh, this show is 55 minutes. It's still going. I told you we got three hours. I ain't going to be on here for three hours, but we're going to get this. We're going to get this in. So there's a show called Fallen Angels, True Cost of Sex Tourism, Philippines Fatherless Kids. What? <clears throat> what you saying, Anyana? Wait, 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 wait. Fatherless Kids? That's just what the title says. Fatherless Kids in the Philippines that have come about from the lustful desires of said men, some of them being from Germany, some of them being from the other surrounding countries, and some of them being from the United States of America, fathering children overseas and not taking care of them. Now, we're going to talk about this today. I have to sit and listen to how my brothers are constantly, constantly berated for the things that they do unrighteously. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's not to say that we do not have to be rebuked, chastised, and reminded, and corrected. But the focus being on my brothers solely. To where other tribes, excuse me, other nationalities get away with it. I'm just not going to let that happen today. Let me put on my... Coming around the corner, I see you, oh, Jinkies Mystery Van sound effect for this one. Okay. Oh, I found it. Actually, my husband found it, and I sat down and watched it, and my mouth dropped open. So shout out to my husband for putting me up on this video. Fallen Angels, True Cost of Sex Tourism, Philippines Fatherless Kids. Mm, mm, mm. Listen to this trailer. Filipino call girls out on the street. The Philippine city of Angeles. When the U.S. military moved out, the sex tourists moved in. And now a whole generation of fatherless children is growing up here. Hi, Dad. She said, I wish you could help me finish my studies. German blood in my veins. I hope we can definitely see each other. And that was a brother. Filipino girls twerking. This is a sight to see. And they are really popping it. Oh my gosh. Little girls. Okay, so that's just the trailer. Now you've got to see, you, you, you have to see this video. Why do you have to see this video? 
Oh my gosh, it's going to really make you, excuse me, let me turn that down. This is going to really make you have a different perspective on why certain stereotypes and why certain things are put on one particular group more than others. There was a brother in that video, a brother in that video, and a Caucasian in the video, and a white person, if you will. And they're in the video, and they're going over there to the Philippines, and they're out there wilding out, fornicating, going over there and fornicating with these young girls, these Filipino sex trade workers, if you will, and making children with them and not taking care of them, okay? Leaving these children behind, getting on a plane, going back to their country, Pretending like nothing ever happened. Living a lie. Got children running amok over there, overseas, and not just in the Philippines, but have them over there, going over there, and not even taking care of them. And you want to talk about my people and what they got going on. And look, like I said, there was a brother on there now, and the sister tried, the, the, the Filipino. Woman tried to confront him and he said, get away from me. Go away now. See, that's that shame. You know, that's that shame. A lot of you all are ashamed and that's why you don't want to have to deal with it. But you're going to have to face the consequences of it. So these little girls are sitting there talking about, I miss my dad. I got German blood running through my veins and all these other type of things. And I could play the whole show, but I'm not. You need to check it out yourself. It's going to change your perspective on what a deadbeat is. A deadbeat is not just classified as a brother. A deadbeat is a human who negates their responsibilities willfully without any, with thinking that there are no repercussions, that's a deadbeat. Abandoning responsibilities. And you got these children all over the world. All over the world. That are being made because you want to have a good time. You want to go over there because you just cannot, cannot cut it off. You just have to have it. And you know what's so funny about having to have it? Is that most of you all are depending on penis pills. Oh, I said it. You know them pills that you see at the front of the store. Rhino Max. Strong Man. You know, all these little power, power pills that are supposed, Viagra and all that other stuff, that's supposed to help you fornicate. Brother, if you need all that, why don't you just check out the game? You know, seriously, why don't you kind of like pull down the shade and just say, sorry, we're closed. Okay, if you need all of that to help yourself out, you don't need to be in it. And even if you didn't need it, you don't need to be doing that. You need to pull back from that thing that is leading you to destruction and that's leading you to making children and populating this country, these countries with children who are being abandoned. Oh, I said it. I see you all bottom pills. I stand in line and you try to whisper. What? 
Bring in the pen pen. What? Let me get the pills. You know what I'm saying? You try to whisper it, but I'm right there because I got Sonic Karen. And I see what you need. And then you try to slide it into your pocket. And you come in there at lunchtime. Oh, I'm going to tell it. You come in there around lunchtime. Got a ring on your finger. And you putting them pills. What you taking the pills for? Remember Eddie Murphy when his mama was making the hamburger? And she said, you know, hand me the meat, the green pepper, and the eggs. What you need eggs for? You, I want hamburger. You trying to make egg McMuffin? Well, what you need them penis pills for? What you need them penis pills for? You ain't even supposed, you know. Oh gosh, I'm just trying to say, like brothers, like you really got it twisted. You know, needing all these enhancements to help you out. You know, some of you even probably tried pouring concrete on it. I don't know. <laughs> you need to stop. You need to cut it. You know, you need to stop going around looking for that young thing. You know what I'm saying? And then having to get some pills to help you with it. Just stop altogether. You, you, you whack. You whack. And you need to stop. Seriously. Because the end result is you're going to have to give an account for everything you do. That is the basis of what I'm speaking about today. We gonna have to give an account for our actions, y'all. And if you don't stop what you're doing and repent, oh, you don't want to hear depart from me. You don't want, I mean, seriously, everything we do is being recorded. Just like this show, it's being recorded. My brother, my sister, your hearts are broken. The family dynamic is broken. And you have exchanged the natural for the unnatural. It is unnatural for you all to be in these relationships. It is. It is unnatural. The Most High God expects more from his people. He expects more from his chosen people. We cannot continue to break these laws and expect things to get better. You know, people want to know why our communities are not thriving. They want to know why there's so much economic disparity. They want to know why the fathers aren't in the home. They want to know why the mamas ain't, are not working in their own welfare and own food stamps and all of that. They want to know, they want to know, they want to know. You know, some of these things are just curses. Curses, and they won't be lifted until we repent. If my people, if my people, he has told us what we need to do. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. My sister, my sister, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. I want you to cry. I want you to cry, and I want you to get it out. I want you to get out everything that has hurt you, everything that you have seen that is geared towards destruction. I want you to erase the memories of seeing how mama treated men. I want you to erase the memory of how you have seen daddy treat women. Now, what are you saying? Because 
You know, it's hard to get it out of my mind. It's so strong, but the Most High God can help you. He can help you through these things. Now, I know I ripped. I ripped tonight. I know I said some things that irritated some of you all. But anytime there's an irritation, you need to do something about it. And the irritation is there because it's spotlighting some things that need to change. Stop keeping your children away from their father unless they are a pedophile, unless they are a child molester. You know, unless there is something where they're in a complete, complete, complete danger, you need to stop. That man has a right to see his child. That man has a right to get his child a haircut. That man has a right to pick up his child when he wants to and hug his child. What are you doing? What are you doing? To my sisters who have had children by a man and he's not in their life because you lied about who your children's fathers are. You better get it together and go find that man. You and that man got some children to raise. Stop putting it on the other brothers. Oh, I'm saying something. So what you're saying, Ayanna, a man can't be there and be a stand-up guy and be a stepfather. Yeah, a stepfather is a stepfather. That means that he has married you. Are you married? I know you want to be, and some of you are. We have to understand these things. We don't know how to communicate properly. We don't. We don't. Stop always thinking you got to spread your legs. Stop. Just stop it, sister. Be celibate. Brother. Be celibate. Get your stuff together. You 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 know, stop being reckless with your genitalia. You know, because all those times that you lay down, don't, you know, you sometimes you lay when you lay down, you get up with something, and that ain't what and you ain't getting up with a messed up head. Some of you got to run to the clinic and put on a hoodie and some sunglasses and try to change your voice and and whisper when you get to the counter and lean in, and and the receptionist asks you, you know, how may I help you? Uh, such and such, I'm here for. How may I help you? I'm here for. I'm here for a, a test. Oh, okay. So you here for the chlamydia test? Uh, uh. Excuse me. Could you whisper? Could you, could you bring that down just a little bit? Yeah, you know those things that you have to go through. I mean, come on now. The moment you entertain it, expect it. You know, expect a child possibly to come from you all fornicating, and there's no barrier protection. Expect the STD to possibly come when you engage in like that. You know, brothers, let me give you just a little bit of game. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of game. You can't see what's baking on the inside sometimes. You know? Have, you know, it's kind of like you have to open up the oven to see what's in there. You know, to, just to see exactly what's going on. You know, sometimes you can't see what's going on in that thick sister who looks so good. Oh, she fine, bruh. I'm smashing that tonight. I got to have that. And next thing you know, next thing you know, yo got flame. Yo got flame. Okay? Fire. You're on fire. For real, for real. Burning. Burning for your lust. Not for your love. Burning for your lust. You don't know how long 
that has been in you. And I want to encourage you all who are getting ready to become celibate. Yeah, I'm closing this show out. I want to encourage those of you who want to be celibate. How do I do it? Because everywhere I look, their sex is. Everywhere I look, they do. They kissing. They doing something. You know, you seeing um, ungodly acts being displayed on TV. Because there was a time when that stuff just wasn't on TV. Some of the nastiest things are on TV. If it ain't natural, it's not natural. Period. Point. And blank. I see it everywhere. It's all on TV. Let me tell you what I did. I'm going to help you out. When I had decided that I was sick of myself and I said, I'm going to be celibate. And if I don't ever get married, I'm not going to lay with another man as long as I live because I was tired of myself. And I began my road to celibacy. But one thing I kept noticing is when I was watching TV, sex was everywhere before me. So you know what I had to do? I had to turn the channel. I had to look away. I had to mute. I had to avoid and resist the dark one because he's all over trying to infiltrate these things in your mind. And I'm living by myself, you know, and then you watching these movies and they thing you know, you over there scrolling through your phone trying to see which dusty brother can come through. <laughs> Just play. Which brother can come through and satisfy my lust. And I just was tired of it. I was tired of it. I wanted to be a wife. So I had to remove myself from those images that I was seeing. Even if they start to kiss, move away. I turn my eyes. I, I close my eyes. I can't do it. And it's so funny because even to this day, that's something that my husband and I, we do. We just look away and we turn because it's too much stuff. One thing you know, you're looking at a deodorant commercial and they go back to the show. And then you got two people doing something that is just too much. And it's two o'clock in the afternoon. Like, dang, whatever happened to HBO after dark? It's like HBO before before dawn. I mean, <laughs> well, that is dark. <laughs> it's HBO during the day. You know, you just see some things. You know, I was watching a show the other day. I'll leave the show name anonymous, but I was watching and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And the next scene, I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? Like, gosh, you know, it's just like, gosh, we got these people in some very uncompromising positions on TV, all for a check, all for a check, nudity scenes. Next thing you know, you... You feeling like you need to call somebody, you know? Now, speaking with a little New York, now you need to call somebody up and be like, yo, what's popping? And I'm trying to tell you that the way to stay celibate is that you have to pray and you have to ask the most high God to turn it off. I asked him to turn it off. Turn what off? It off. I don't want anything. I don't want to feel anything. I don't want to get any type of inclinations in my reproductive area Turn it off until I get married. And guess what? It was cut off. Oh, it was all cut off. The, the Most High God dried that up. And I'm not talking about... He dried up the thoughts. Okay? Dried up the thoughts. T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. Not the T-H-O-T-S. Okay? He dried it up. My brothers and my sisters, you can do it. You can be celibate. But it's going to cost me more relationship. Which one? The one with the most high God or the one with the guy or the girl you're with now? Hmm. Hmm. I want you to be a husband. I want you to be a wife. But one thing I want us to stop doing is stop having 
the drama in front of the children. These children are traumatized and they grow up to be just like you. And then you got to know to say, I don't know where you got that from. Or you act like just like your daddy. Well, duh. Your DNA, his DNA, he gonna act like you and he gonna act like him. And my, oh, oh, sisters, sisters, stop saying that you, uh, Father's Day is for you. Well, you know, no, it's not. Like I said, y'all need to get out these holidays and get your mind right. Because some of y'all sisters is tripping. You're tripping. I got some other things I'm gonna be talking about too. That just made my mind think. So listen, you found out that the drama the intensity, the neglect, the abandonment, the deadbeatness is worldwide. And you've got a certain group who likes to highlight one group running amok, making children, leaving them fatherless. But I do want to say to those who feel like they are fatherless, who feel like they are motherless, brotherless or sisterless, the Most High God said he is a mother to the motherless, a father to the fatherless, a brother to the sister, to the brotherless, and a sister to the sisterless. He is your everything. He looks after the widow and the orphans. That's what religion really is. Mm. Read it. Read it. Read it for yourself. He looks after his. And he specializes in taking care of you. And mama may not have gotten it right. Daddy may not have gotten it right because their parents didn't get it right. And then their parents' parents didn't get it right. Sometimes it is generational. But I want to challenge you all that the next time you have to drop off your children, let it be peaceful. The next time you feel like you need to lay with somebody, don't. Brothers, you're supposed to be a husband. Stop playing these games with these women. Okay? Elevate your mind and stop always thinking about that body. Okay? Every woman has a body. Every woman has a vagina. Every man has a penis. Okay? And it's nothing new. Stop. Stop thinking you just have to have it. And if you do have children and you're not taking care of them, woe unto you. Get your stuff together. I am one who strictly believes in it being in its proper position, proper place. And hopefully we can get there. Hopefully we can get tired of ourselves to the point to where we do better. You're more than a baby mama. You're more than a baby daddy. Okay? You are more than that. You deserve to treat yourself better than that. Let's try to get to the point to where we don't have to involve the courts when it comes to financing our children's welfare. Let's try to leave the government out of your business. Let's get the man back in the home. Let's restore the family. Let's not go from country to country spreading our sperm from woman to woman because you can't control yourself. Stop taking Viagra. You saw the side effects, make your eye fall out, make your leg fall off, make your knee fall off. 
Okay, make your ear fall off. Walking down the street, your penis may fall off. May lead to blindness, deafness. If you have an erection for more than four hours, please consult the ER. That's punishment. Those side effects are punishment. And they're using you as a guinea pig to see what these pills really do. As soon as you go into the hospital and you tell them your symptoms, they write it down on the chart. You think that does not get back to the people who are using you as guinea pigs. You better wake up. Stop coming on your lunch break buying these penis pills to give you more power. That's so whack. Stop cheating on your wife. Stop cheating on your husband. Stop these affairs. Stop it. If you a side chick, stop. Stop. If you a side dude, stop. Brothers, I challenge you, if you are having an affair on your wife, end it today. End it today. See, the problem is, when you get in these situations, oh, it's easy to get in. It's so hard to get out. You may have to get your tires slashed. You may have to get a brick thrown through your window. She may show up at your job. She may show up at your wife's job. She may end up getting pregnant. She may end up putting your stuff on blast, all because you had to have it. All because you think you thought you needed to cheat. You thought more of yourself than what you really were. Oh, I'm not trying to put you down. I'm just saying you, you stepped out of bounds. You need to work on your marriage. Sister, you need to let that affair go. You need to let it go. It ain't that serious. I know. I understand. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. What I do know is that times do get difficult. Times do get are challenging. But no time is so difficult and so challenging that you need to step out on your spouse. Exes, stay exes. Quit calling your, your, your ex when you know that they're married. Trying to see what's up. Stay in your place. Oh, I'm saying something. Oh, well, if she was handling her business, he wouldn't be over here. You are, that's whole talk. Okay, that's whole talk. And you need to stop it. Your stuff ain't that good. Okay, it's never that good. You know how I know? Because if it were, then what you do wouldn't be wrong. Mm, power to the people. Stop it. Stop using your vagina to try to control stuff. You whack. You ain't, Use your brain. Use your brain. If you're using sex to get what you want, you got to stop. It leads to disaster. I know your bed is lonely. I know it's lonely. Why? Because you have checked out on how to live naturally as a woman and you have checked into unnatural desires that lead you to being okay with being a side chick. You you think you're doing something because you can be in the same room with a wife and, and you think it's your little secret. You got to escape telling you you're my little secret and that's how we should keep it. You better listen to these songs, how they lead you to destruction. So I creep. Yeah, just keep it on the down low. You know these songs? I'm telling you, they are designed to destroy. Now, some of you like, oh, I like, I like uh, TLC. I like TLC. I'm just telling you, some of these songs are designed to make you step out as we lay. Shirley, Mur Shirley Murdoch. It's morning. Beat down. Beat down as soon as you come out the hotel room. <laughs> I'm waiting on you. No, <laughs> let me stop. Anyway, my brothers and my sisters, I just wanted to add just a little humor. Um, it's been my pleasure using my time to share with you. I'm challenging you all to come out of your affairs, come out of your thoughthood, 
come out of being a male whore, a female whore, come out of destructive communication. And I want to challenge you all to repent today. Ask for forgiveness and be real with yourself. Don't say like, Lord, you know what I did, so forgive me. No, call that thing out because you know what you did too. Call it out. Be bold. Don't be ashamed now. Call it out. Call it out. And you start working on yourself. You start working on yourself. Okay? You need to read the word. You need to know what the laws are. And you need to follow them. Oh. Ah, real Talks. The Sister Speak Show. My brothers and my sisters. I don't want you to be a baby daddy and a baby mama. I want you to be the mother. I want you to be the father of children. And you, I want you to raise your children Read to them, teach them how to read, teach them how to write, send them to school properly, get involved. You know, some of you like to home, are, are, are homeschooling your children. That's what I want to do. You know, I won't be sending my child to Nair Public School. Mm -mm. I used to teach. I ain't sending my child to no public school um, if I can avoid it. And I would like to avoid it. And that's no shout out, no disrespect to any teachers or anything. I know what you're going through. And you know you see things daily. And I know you're exhausted and I know you're tired, you know, but I really want us to understand that we need to invest in our children because they're watching our every move. They're watching our every move. And I want you to think, is it worth it? Is it worth it? That text that you're about to send, where you at? Why? I mean, W-Y-A, where you at? Where you at? Before you get ready to send that text, think about it. Before you get ready to say I'm about to slide through, think about it. Think about it. Take the time to go on YouTube and look at sexually transmitted diseases. Look at the drama going on between people. Not to glorify the fights, but to say, you know what? We've got to do better. My brothers and my sisters, you know, these things that I said today are for somebody. And many of us sit down and we watch a movie for an hour and... 30 minutes. We watch TV for plenty hours a day. And I'm hoping that you will listen to this show because it's for you. The Sister Speak Show is a cultural renaissance platform that influences a climate that is conducive to who you are and who you should be. No reckless entertainment, just responsible listening nourishment. I am elated that the listening audience is so intelligent. And I'm elated that I have special guests coming on the show this Sunday. Holloman Roofing and Construction will be live in studio. So if you are a homeowner, I would like for you to tune in so you can learn about the process of getting your roof replaced, repaired, how to conduct yourselves as a homeowner, what to expect when receiving a roof inspection, how we can bridge the gap so we can stop saying, I don't do business with N-I-G-G-A-S-S, okay? We've got a lot to learn, learning about leaks in your home, how to deal with the insurance company, how to deal with the adjuster when they come out. It'll be a blessing. And by the way, the guest on September 3rd is also my husband. <laughs> How 
how cute is that so please tune in because this brother has a wealth of knowledge very gifted very talented very sincere about what he does and i would like for him to be able to share with you some insight on the 5th of september Ariel Capo, my cousin, my second cousin on my daddy's side. <laughs> he is an actor. He's a film director. He's a sweet young man. Oh, I remember him when he was much younger. Just so sweet, sweet young man. And so I'm so excited for him to come on and bless you all with his passion. This brother has a story to tell, and you're going to definitely, definitely be inspired. September is Sickle Cell Awareness Month. And I I had to ask this sister, Sharonda, with the Red Chair Project to come on to the show. Sickle cell anemia affects our, our people. And you need to know what sickle cell anemia is how it affects the body, how to be aware, how to take care of yourself. This sister's a sweet sister. She does a lot in the community when it comes to sickle cell awareness. She has a lot of supporters, a dynamic team. I'm very impressed with this sister. She said yes, so she will be on the show on the Culture Climate. Tune in, 705, she'll be on the phone. And we're going to really, really learn about sickle cell awareness. I have some more people coming on the show. Check out the promo for the September lineup. And there may be some people that are at it that have not been, that were not on the first promo because I'm always booking. Always. You know, I really appreciate you. And if I reach out to you, and I ask you if you would be interested through a professional invitation to be on the show. And you see it and you don't respond. And I see that you have seen it because it says seen. You know, let's let's try to at least have just a little bit of time to say, no, my sister, I, 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 I can't be on the show. Because it does not hurt me. It just lets me know, okay, I have to move forward. But let me tell you, the people who have been on this show, mm, 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 phenomenal. My last interview with a poet from the D, <laughs> Detroit, stood up and represented, and I was thoroughly impressed. My brothers and my sisters, the next time I speak with you on the Sister Speak show will be this Sunday. I hope you took something from this show and that you are encouraged to do better, to share with somebody else to do better. When I speak to you, I'm speaking to myself, okay? I am thoroughly impressed with you so far. So, my brothers and my sisters, I appreciate you for listening to The Culture Climate. I appreciate you for coming back to listen to the platform. And I appreciate you for listening next Tuesday to coming to the stage. Often imitated, never duplicated. When you copy, you make it sloppy. When you stay in your own lane, you will have more to gain. This is the Sister Speak Show. 
I am your hostess, Ayana. Have a good evening. Kiss your husband, kiss your wife, kiss your children, kiss your child. Take good care of yourself. Do better now. Thank you. And I'm out. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.